Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Black in the Saddle podcast. I know, I know, I know you were probably sitting there like, wait, I clicked on the wrong podcast this morning, but no, or this evening, whenever you're listening to this, but no, you didn't. You didn't. The podcast Young Black Equestrians is going through a rebrand. In this episode, I am going to talk about what sparked that rebrand and where the vision is headed now. What does it mean? What does Black in the Saddle mean? And the new things coming up for this season. Okay, so stay tuned. And we're going to get into it. All right. Welcome back. There has been so much good energy and good vibes around the rebirth of this podcast. Now, you know, Beyonce just came out with a renaissance and that's exactly the period that I am feeling like that I'm in. So I just want to welcome you back and share a moment of gratitude for you being here, continuing to listen, continuing to support, continuing to engage so that I know what kind of things that you're interested in and how we can best support this community as a podcast, right? So I took a summer hiatus off of creating episodes. Um, my last episode of the Young Black Equestrian podcast was episode 100, which is a huge milestone. I am so excited about that. I feel like I started this podcast when there was a huge need of more equestrian, Black equestrian voices in this space. And that's exactly the need that was filled, right? So over the summer hiatus, I, I learned a few things. I, I had some time to reflect and I felt like my energy just was a little off towards the end of the season. I really felt like I was... I should have enjoyed creating the content more than I did, right? And so I know from my own, you know, personal development that true alignment is a feeling that you have, right? True alignment is when it feels good to say yes. It feels good to do the work. It feels good to show up. And I just wasn't, I was I was off on that. I wasn't really feeling that um, towards the end of last season. Um, I wanted to be in community with some people that I just felt like I was not there yet, right? And so over the summer, um, I took a break. I kind of um, laid low and watched the lay of the land and watched where we are as an industry and really just observed how other people moved and how things came to be. And I realized that I was not confident or content in the box that I had placed myself in. Right. And if you know me, 
you know, Shorty doesn't like to be put in boxes. Okay. But sometimes we do that to ourselves, right? We say, I've created this thing. This is how it should be. And don't always have time to self-reflect and say, okay, how can this be made better? How can this be um, different? And so I had a couple conversations over the summer and I was like, you know, I'm just not sure that I can continue this. I'm just not sure. And the response I got was, you know, the work that you do is bigger than you. And I completely agree with that. But I don't believe in self-martyrdom. I don't believe in this uh, sacrificial energy that came with some of those comments. Like, you're not supposed to enjoy the work that you do, even if it's bigger than you. So with Young Black Equestrians, I started to find that there were so many more people who wanted to engage and wanted to connect, but they felt like because of the name of the podcast, it wasn't a space for them. And as a brand strategist, you know, back when I was a baby brand strategist, (laughs) I didn't quite realize the impact that that would have. And, you know, YBE was named because that's what I felt like. And that, and the podcast was created um, in response to a lot of um, just lack of support from an older generation. And so I created it because that's what I felt like, right? That's, that's what, that's how I identified. But now it's like, now that I see the impact of, building this community I mean not now that I see it but now that I've had the time to to really reflect and and realize where alignment is not happening um I knew that there had to be a change I knew that there had to be some sort of different approach to this work but I didn't want to lose everything that I had done so far, you know, a hundred episodes is a lot of work. And so I, over the summer was thinking, just thinking like what I got to do it differently. I got to do this differently. And I just need time to figure out how now. The name Black in the Saddle was one of those shower thoughts. I know you have those, okay? I know you have those. You get in the shower and you start thinking or you start singing horribly at the top of your lungs. (laughs) And you say, wow, that's a good idea. And sometimes it may stick with you after you get out the shower. Sometimes it doesn't always. But this is one that stuck with me. And as a writer... As an author, I I have this um, really just keen interest in words and in uh, plays on words and alliteration. I mean, I'm a kids book, children's book author, so these that's kind of how I think sometimes. Little catchy phrases and alliterative phrases, but 
Black in the Saddle came to me one day, and I want to say this is even before the last season ended. And that's just what it was. It was just a thought. Like, oh, that's cute. Black in the Saddle. <laughs> like, back in the saddle. <laughs> and that was it. So over the summer, um, what, it's August now. So in, gosh, was this late June, early July? Early July. I think it was the first weekend in July. I went to Fort Worth. I went to Fort Worth to experience the Bill Pickett Rodeo for the first time. And it was a great time, y'all. It was a really good time to be in a space with my people, watching these competitors um, do what they are passionate about and like hitting the Dougie and the Nene, you know, as they're switching events like being able to sing r&b oldies at the top of my lungs with an entire coliseum while watching black competitors on horses do the doggone thing that was beautiful that was amazing that was an incredible experience and if you have not gone before you absolutely need to. And so I'm capturing content. I'm capturing, you know, videos and pictures and, you know, just connecting with some of the vendors. Like it was a good time. It was a really good time. And so all summer, I said, this trip is going to inspire me to get, no pun intended, get back in the saddle <laughs> with young black equestrians I am going to feel reinvigorated I'm going to have such a positive energy coming from this trip I went I bought me a pair of boots while I was down there I went shopping did the touristy things Shout out to my friend, Kevin. He drove me around. We did non-touristy things, locally, local things. It was, it was a really good trip. It really, truly was. Um, but then when I got back home, I still felt like I was in a box. I still felt like I was stepping I was standing in a room full of people and still feeling alone. Do you have that feeling sometimes? It's kind of hard to explain. And I know you're like, Ariana, girl, you talking about a podcast, like get it together. That's truly how I felt myself. I was like, what? Like, why are we even feeling like this? This is your podcast. You created this. Get it together. Um, But if you know, just telling yourself to get something together does not always make it gotten together. You picking up what I'm laying down. So I sat on it and I said, what is it going to take for me to feel good about this? What is it going to take for me to feel like this is something that I really enjoy doing? And circling back to those comments, that said, you know, your work is bigger than you. Absolutely. Absolutely. The 
I can look at the analytics and see that we are, you know, in Germany and in Iceland and in Finland, I can see that there's listeners there. I can see that people are still engaging and and listening to episodes from months, years ago. I can see that. I can see that the Facebook group is continuing to grow. But I don't believe that you should continue to do work if you're not happy. I believe that we can do work that's bigger than ourselves and still enjoy it. And if it's if the work gets to a point where we don't enjoy it, this life is too short to continue it. Even if it is bigger than you. I think you should enjoy what you do. Period. So, young Black equestrians, I said, what is it going to take for me to feel good about this? So I looked at, I, I reflected and I looked back on all the things that, um, all the comments, because I'm an overthinker, so I store things in my brain um, that make me feel like, oh, mm, mm. but the comments of, you know, I don't fit here, but I wanted to listen anyway. I don't identify as young, but um, I think this is really cool. I don't know if this is for me. And I realized that I was starting to channel that, right? I was starting to have those same thoughts myself. So I say, you know what? We've got to get out of this container. YVE had a amazing run. I am so proud of it. That is my first baby. Okay, it's my first baby. Um, but it's time for a up leveling. It is time for a renaissance. <laughs> Q, you can't break my soul. You can't break my soul. <laughs> Black in the Saddle is here to stay. Now, what does it mean to get Black in the Saddle? I will tell you after this message from our sponsor. Hey, Barnyard Besties. On August 13th, we are going to be celebrating the first annual Cowgirl Cameron Day at Farmville Public Library in North Carolina. We are going to have so much fun. There's going to be activities for the kids. There's going to be photo booth setups. There are going to be readings with Encore. But we are also raising money for school supplies to support Pitt County students as they get prepared for this school year. So we have suggestions for school supplies to donate. Or if you want to donate funds to support us purchasing school supplies for these students, feel free to visit www.cowgirlcameron.com, cowgirl, C-A-M-R-Y-N, and we would love to be able to include you in our support for these kids as they prepare for their school year. So come join us August 13th, 11 to 1 p.m. at Farmville Public Library. Can't wait to see you there.
All right. So what does it mean to get black in the saddle? Now, like I said before, it's a little wordplay on back in the saddle. And, you know, because I am just so infatuated with words, I said, let me look this up. Let me see what Miriam says. Let me see what Urban Dictionary says, because, you know, they always say something funny. Um, let me see what the consensus is. I know what I think this means, um, but let me see if there was like an origin or, you know, some kind of source or whatever. Well, basically there isn't, you know, it's it hails from the times where people were riding horses more frequently, obviously, back in the, the West. Um and it's it's basically it's a phrase that embodies perseverance it embodies the tenacity to get up and keep going the the opportunity to have a new vision and have some grit and get back to what you were doing in the first place and and not always not always what you were doing in the first place, but get back into motion, right? The direction can change. We know that riding horses, but getting back on, getting back on the horse that you are riding today is so critical. We know that from, from training, you know, if you fall off, as long as you are well and the horse is safe, um, you get back on. You get back on, and that is the true embodiment of what it means to be a horse person. And so being a Black person in this industry, I felt like I have had to get back on this saddle over and over and over again. I'm in a couple industries where people like me just are not frequent. Right. I don't come across a lot of black horsewomen in the veterinary space. I don't come across a lot of black horsewomen in the brand development or marketing space. I know those things things seem grossly unrelated, but I'm an octopus. I don't know what to tell you. Um so black in the saddle to me means that this is a reminder of what it took to get started and why I am dedicated to this work. Every time I fall or falter, I will get back on this saddle and the direction may change, the energy may change, the speed may change, but I got back on. I got back on and I kept going and I dedicated my time, my effort, my energy, my passion to getting back on. When I was in high school, um, we started a, a trail club, trail riding club um, that lasted a couple of years. It was called In the Saddle Riders. And it just made me chuckle because it's kind of an homage to them as well. 
it's kind of an homage to my family who put me back in the saddle. If you remember my story, I started riding when I was seven. I stopped and then started riding again when I was in high school. And and it just happened. A cousin was like, you want to come to a trail ride? And I'm like, mm, sure. I don't, I don't really know what that is. He said, you know how to ride a horse? And I'm like, yeah, I did it when I was seven. If I could do it when I was seven, I can do it when I'm 15. Like, clearly, right? It was different. And if you ever been to a black trail ride, you know it was completely different than a seven-year-old uh, arena lesson. Yeah, so. Uh, but my very first trail ride, they were like, oh my God, you are a cowgirl. You did, I mean, I fell into a gorge of water it didn't come off my horse like they were screaming at me the whole nine you can scroll back in the episodes to hear the very dramatic retelling of that story but my family helped me get there back in the saddle and have a renewed passion for this they put me in this environment that was so inviting that was so family oriented you know despite despite what the people say on the internet um we have a really close-knit group of people that we just enjoy going to trail rides with and have a good time and so this is a little bit of a homage to them as well because they put me back in the saddle and they also play. <laughs> I felt like <clears throat> something else that I I noticed. Um, and if you're in the if you're in the Black in the Saddle community, the Facebook community, you will uh, you will hear me say this on yesterday's August Fireside chat. But there was a there was just some moments in social media time where I felt like. Because it said young black equestrians, white people, specifically, there were a couple white women, um, felt the need to um, explain or berate or comment in a space that was not for them or about them, about things that were completely unrelated, but their own prerogative. And I felt like they thought that this might be something that was safe for them because it was a younger, I would say young, because I know they hadn't actually listened to any of the podcasts. Um, they felt like that was something that they could get away with scot-free and not have any response to. And if you know me, and if you have listened to this podcast, you also know that that ain't that is not reality, right? Like, I firmly, I'm not going to say aggressive because, you know, they try to say Black women aggressive all the time, but I want to be perfectly clear that this space, this content, this community is for Black horsemen and women. Um. I don't think that is it is our responsibility to carry the torch of diversity. 
I've even had to explain this with Cowgirl Cameron, my children's book series. They say, oh, wow, look, a little black cowgirl. That's so beautiful. Then you can introduce like a Mexican cowgirl and an Asian cowgirl and XYZ cowgirl. And I just found it very funny. I'm like, all of these books about little white cowgirls, not once does someone say, oh, you should introduce a little black cowgirl. People don't have those conversations with white authors, right? And I also don't believe in in creating experiences that I'm not from, that I don't have. And so the only way that there would be that kind of like overcrossing or or introduction is if I was joined co-authoring something with someone else, right? Someone who could speak to that lived experience because what I write is a lived experience. And so... Yeah, some some people had me effed up. Some people, some people really was confused on the the type of energy that was coming from this podcast. Like, right, no, <laughs> no, ma'am, do not come on this platform, my platform that I built to detract from my message. I'm not that young. I'll be turning thirty this year. Ow, ow, thirties club. I feel young. I don't know about y'all, but um, but we're still grown. We're still grown and we're adults and the internets are the streets, okay? So, you know, I just felt like there was some confusion on how people should, um, how, how they should um, conduct themselves on this platform if they did not identify the same way I did. So I said, you know what? This name change is going to be a clear, a much clearer communication effort to say who this is for. Anybody can enjoy it, but just know that when I am thinking of things to create, when I'm thinking of conversations to have, when I'm thinking of people to invite, it is because I want the Black horse community to benefit specifically from the information that is being shared. That's it. (laughs) So let's get into some new things coming up this season. I talked about the rebrand, but I could not do this without the help of my new podcast production assistant bow, 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 bow. shot 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 key more if you are following us on instagram or facebook you will have seen her introduction key actually has a episode with me on the podcast um her full name is kiara moore so you can you can go back and listen to kiara's episode and get to know her you know for an hour but key is 
one of those people that I felt like has been in my back pocket or like looking, looking over my shoulder and just always being so supportive. I mean, engaging with content saying, Hey, Abriana, that link you posted, sure did, it don't work. And I'm like, dang girl, thank you. I forgot. Or I didn't realize. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cause sometimes tech be teching. Sometimes tech does not tech. Okay. And so she has always been there as, you know, this guardian angel figure supporter that I am just, I was over the moon when I saw her application come through. She also was the first person to help me when I went on my first author signing I went to a farmer's market in Durham I was invited by my friend Sydney and I took Encore with me and I said dang you know sometimes I have to talk to myself hey black woman you can't do everything now I say oh yeah you're right so I had to ask for help and I asked if someone would be able to come help me with the horse handling aspect so that I could sign books (laughs) (laughs) and her key and her sister drove an hour to Durham to help me with my author signing my first author signing this was in 2019 y'all 2019 so when I saw her application I was like simpatico like this is divine alignment. Yes, I need her help. She has already kind of been this kind of person that I need. I need someone who is better than me, okay? (laughs) Because I have a lot going on and I am really wanting to do this in a beautiful way. So when you see her, she is Keenie. K-E-Y-N-I underscore equestrian or dot equestrian. I can't remember, but check out the show notes for that information. When you see her, please give her a warm welcome. I know that she is going to be incredible for this podcast and supporting the production, the distribution, the marketing the engagement, the community. I mean, I am just so excited to bring her on board and develop a system that works for us um, so that we can enjoy this work that we're doing despite it being bigger than us. Next, there will be new sponsorship opportunities rolling out. What is sponsorship? (laughs) sponsorship for black in the saddle looks like ad placements in episodes like you heard previously the advertisement for cowgirl cameron it also looks like being a sponsor for community events we are going to start having um more frequent virtual as well as in-person meetups so being a sponsor for that looks like reaching a Facebook community of right now 400 people but also 
connecting Black equestrians in person for the advancement of people who look like us in this industry. So if you are interested in being a sponsor for Black in the Saddle podcast, you can either shoot us an email, info at Black in the Saddle, B-L-K-I-N-T-H-S-A-D-D-L-E dot com. Or you can head over to our new website, which will be at that same domain, B-L-K in the Saddle. Um, I will announce when that's coming up. Or send us a, a message on social media, Facebook or Instagram. We're also there too. Um, if you're interested in being a sponsor, definitely reach out. Um, we're also open to collaboration opportunities. Um, community is how we get our message farther. Community is how we have grown to who we are today. And so any collaborations with other organizations, or individuals in our community who share the same goal as us. We are open to, okay? Open to. So same as with the sponsorships. Hit us up, shoot us an email, or um, send a message on socials, and we would love to have that conversation. Next, like I mentioned before, the Facebook group, the Black in the Saddle community. It's beautiful, okay? Last night we had our August fireside chat and the sheer energy, you know, I try to set these things for an hour. We went to like an hour 45. There was so much information and so much, um, such a willingness to share and a willingness to connect. Everyone has a big vision, but everybody's got a lot going on. So it is up to us to come together and align our visions so that we can create something together. And that is exactly what the fireside chats allow. We didn't have a topic for last uh, last night. It was the first one that we had since earlier in the year. And so just to see how excited people were and how connected we were and how aligned the conversation was simply by putting people in the same room. It was dope. It was dope. And it's exactly the type of community that I want to pour in more and cultivate more. So if you are a Black horseman or horsewoman, and you are interested in building community and have initiatives you might be working on on your own or are wanting to advance yourself in this industry as a career or as a professional, join the Black in the Saddle community. We would love to have you. We have fireside chats the first Tuesday of every month, barring there's no like holiday situation. And then um, we have Instagram lives. Winter Circle Wednesday is every Wednesday. I have been doing Winter Circle Wednesday for almost two years. Almost every Wednesday at eight o'clock. 
on Instagram live. And I've missed a couple, but it's okay. It is all right. Now that I have me a key, they are going to happen regardless, my friend. Okay? They're going to happen. Now, what is Winter Circle Wednesday? I believe that when you show appreciation to the good things that are happening in your life, those good things continue to come around. And so it is a moment for us to pause and reflect on hump day. Step into the winter circle and show appreciation to the good things that are happening in your life. Nothing is too small. Showing up to winter circle Wednesday is a win because not everyone was able to show up today. Not everyone was able to wake up today. So Winter Circle Wednesday, sometimes Winter Circle Wednesday is pretty lit, okay? And so you can either hop on the Instagram live with me to talk face-to-face. I am down with that. Or you can just leave your wins in the comments and share in community with everyone in the comments um, the things that are are happening for you. And I just am so thankful and appreciative of everyone who shows up every week. You know, sometimes Winter Circle Wednesday is an hour. Sometimes it lasts for like 15, 18 minutes. Because if I share my wins and and my my watchers are like, oh, I'm shy. I don't have no wins to share. I can't think of anything. Okay. We get a little bit of motivation to finish the week out strong. And then we go. We go. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. This is not something that has to take a long time. Showing appreciation for the good things that are happening to you in your life does not have to take a long time. But um, yeah, we we spend some time in gratitude for those good things and then we get some motivation to finish the week out strong yeah come to winter circle wednesday instagram black in the saddle at eight o'clock eastern time every wednesday that being said there's a new website coming there's new merch coming. That was the other thing. I'm like, I love creating merch. And people are asking, oh, can you make this? Oh, can you make this? Oh, can you make I was not feeling it, y'all. I just was not feeling inspired to make new merchandise. <laughs> so the classic YBE merchandise will still be available. But um, there are going to be some new things, some new designs, some new some new merch that we're going to be able to uh, enjoy together and really get black in the saddle in the streets. All right. (laughs) Black in the pasture, black in the saddle in the pasture. Um, So I appreciate everyone who has supported that um, so far. I'm looking at my outline and this is the last thing that I wanted to cover in this episode. This season for me is about giving back. This season in my life, the season in this podcast, it's about giving back to the community that has supported 
this so far. And the community that doesn't even know that it exists, but wants to know, right? Um, and so when this podcast first started, it was really about creating community and connecting with this community. And then it turned into, you know, like once we started growing, it was like, oh my gosh, I did not know these people existed. I did not know these people existed. And it's like, dang, y'all, I know a lot of people. So let's bring all these people to existence, to the forefront, share their stories. And that was beautiful. That was beautiful. But it started to become just like a very individualistic um, sharing of information, right? Um, and and it was appropriate. That was the need at the time to hear people's voices, to hear people's stories, um, and to see how they did this and what they have going on, right? This season, I want to focus the content on community builders and how they have found ways to give back to this community, to create for this community, to connect with this community, and to make an impact in these communities. I want to hear from people that have really been out there doing the work because a lot of what I hear now is, you know, people either looking for support or people looking for someone to support. And so I want to connect or draw the bridge between knowing and doing. There was a lot of knowing. You, you, you learned about people previously in previous episodes. But now what can you do? Who can you support? How can you give back? That's what I plan on focusing on. So I am really excited about that and to bring you this content in this season. A couple changes that are going to be made. Um, this podcast used to be weekly. We are now going to a bi-weekly, every other week um, schedule. So every other Friday, you will get a new episode. And I think that just fits for the time in my life right now and the amount of work that I have going on, um, but also allows me to be very intentional about the work that we are doing. It slows us down just a little bit. I am so used to going so fast. Um, it slows us down for just a moment and allows time to savor the work that we are doing and to connect with people, right? So that is new season things, okay? That is what is going on for the podcast that you used to know as young Black equestrians. But it is now Black in the Saddle podcast. So please, when you um, listen to this episode, let me know how you feel about this change. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if this resonates with you. Let me know if you feel more connected um, to this 
renewed vision, this renewed um, ability, this this new space. And let me know if there's anything in in particular that you want to talk to talk about. Bring it to the group. Bring it to the community, and let's have a conversation about it. Perfectly down. Bring it to Winter Circle Wednesday. I'm down. Down for it all. Okay. All right. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever, and share this with a friend that you know needs help getting black in the South. All right. Follow us on social media, on Instagram, and on Facebook, and I will see you in the next episode.